Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Am I wrong time? Am I wrong? You can email Greg and Mare at mixfm.com anytime you get a scenario you're not quite sure about. We'll put it out there for everybody to chime in on, get you some answers. Angela writes, my mother's always up in my business. She lives to find things I do wrong and point them out. The way I keep my house, the snacks I feed my kids, the way I pay my bills late, oh. everything. Well, <laughs> paying the bills late. Yeah, as long as the utility is still on. And yeah, you probably aren't. I've been there. <laughs> when she was over this past weekend, writes Angela, my mom lost her mind because she heard my seven-year-old call me by my first name. I don't love when he does it, but it's just a phase that I'm sure he'll grow out of. My mother, however, was floored. She pulled me into the kitchen by my arm like I was still a child and told me that my kids are going to steamroll me the rest of my life if I let them call me by my first name. Angela says, I don't think it's a serious problem. Am I wrong? I don't want them to feel like they're being restricted and punished for using my name when everybody else we know refers to me that way. Seems like an arbitrary boundary to me. My mother overreacts to everything, but to her point, I also don't want my kids calling all the shots in my life, in my house. What do you guys say? Signed, Angela. I mean, the over-whatever mom, I mean, that's, that's a lot. Who's telling you everything to do still, right? But you think your kid yeah, calling your that. your name is going to mean they're going to steamroll you your whole life? I don't well, think so. That might be a little extreme, don't you think? I, I don't ne- know that it necessarily means that for sure. Right. But I do think that it's important to set boundaries with your kids. Listen. Don't you? I still, if my mom doesn't answer me, mom, 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 even until this day, when I go, Bobby, <laughs> she'll turn around. <laughs> well, listen, how many she kids does. does she have? Four. four. And you're number? Four. Of four. So by the time you came she around saying mom, she, she had tuned yes. that out. So I would say her name, but I never said it in a disrespectful level. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just a get her attention or like as a funny or whatever. So you used, you used it for effect, but not because you didn't just stop calling her mom and start calling her no. by her and, first name and, all the time. No. And I've never steamrolled my sweet mama. No. You love no. her. No. I mean, maybe her. in high school, but... <laughs> Uh, Kelly, where are you at on this one? Is this is Angela going to get steamrolled if she lets her kids, you know, call her by her first name? They are pretty young. I think he should call her mom. I'm not sure why he would want to call her by her first name, but it's like, who rules the house, and is he really calling the shots? Because if she lets this slide, what else is he willing to let slide? Oh, so you kind of think like the helicopter mom that you, Greg's talking about. Well, not a helicopter mom, but... You got to set some boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. Boundaries yeah. are okay. Kids need boundaries. That's how they learn how to like function in society. Like when you go to work, you don't call like the head of the company by his first name or her first name. We when don't? you meet your doctor, you don't call her Marianne. You call her Dr. So-and-so. Like there's a Wait, certain amount of respect. We don't call the head of our company by their first name. Do you call him Howard when you meet him in the hallway? Do you say that? <gasps> I I'm don't. Mr. Howard? I don't know. <laughs> I can't say his last name. I don't even know how. <laughs> it's too hard. So just don't say anything. Okay, I don't. Okay. I don't. I just... Mm. You know what I mean? Like when you go to school, there's a certain level of respect you have to give to your teacher. Yes, right? yes. I but you that. don't deserve that level of respect in your own house? I think... 
I think that's the point. And I think, Kelly, probably you raise your kids right. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Right. I mean, are we calling our bosses, though, Mr. Mac and Mrs. You know what I mean? Wagner. Wagner. No, no that's weird, right? That is weird. Yes. But when you're first coming up in life, you, you're not going to call your professor in college yeah. Joe or whatever. You're going to call him Professor So-and-so. No? Maybe. <laughs> oh, you apparently had a different relationship. I oh, I sure did. With your professors. There's a story uh, one there. One of them I used to work out with. I mean, you know. I mean, really. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's okay to call your mom, mom. Okay. Well, my kids sometimes are like, Meredith. Meredith. The little one, Meredith. I go, what's my name? Mommy. See, you know? see, you like that too. I love it. You like it I when he calls you mommy. I still love when my older kid calls me mommy, but she's pretty much out of the stage. But once in a while. Well, what does she call you then? Mom. Oh, well, Mama. mom's okay. Mama's good. Yeah. Yeah. MD. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't call you late for dinner, right? Uh-huh. I've heard that before. I don't know. Seems like you call her mama. You can't go wrong. 94.9 Mix FM. Email us anytime you got an Am I Wrong situation. Greg and Mara at MixFM.com. Getting back at the X. Revenge. Have you done this ever? No. No? I think... Just just leave. I think a lot of girls try to get revenge body, you know, like back in their 20s and 30s. Like, okay, I'm going to do revenge body. Like, it just makes them feel better in the moment. Sure. I mean, I had an ex bring me back my toothbrush. A frame I asked for back, he took my photo out of it, which was a picture of me when I was a little kid, just to like, I'll give her her frame, but she's not getting her picture. I mean, just gross. See, revenge is not good. Revenge, yeah. Yeah, men. Gross. Oh, men? Men. (laughs) What about this woman on TikTok? Here's what she does to her ex. My revenge comes in the form of email newsletters. So if I'm in the airport and I need an email address to give to the airport so I can use their Wi-Fi, I give them his. If I want to read an article and they need an email, I'll send them his. Do I want to be updated about events and happenings in the company? Yes. Topics of interest? All of them. And I will literally never stop doing it. I mean... It's been five years, and this woman has been doing that. Petty. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes, you know, you just need to do something that they don't even know about that just makes you feel a little bit better if they did you wrong bad. Really? Yes. <laughs> I know. It's so, like, immature thinking, right? Thank you. That, yes. yes. It, what it is is psycho. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I once... After somebody tore my soul apart in a billion little pieces, uh-huh. I took his favorite CD <laughs> back in the CD days. Yeah. And I kissed some other boy while listening to that CD, and I felt so good about myself in that moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't even know it happened. No, no. But it, I guess it reclaimed it for you. Was it that did. part of your it thinking? It did. I think it was like, I have to get past this yeah. because he just left, you know? So, so you took the music that you guys used yeah. to listen to together. Yeah. yeah. And made new memories <laughs> with another boy. I whose sure name did. you probably don't even know. Oh, the, the, the other boy? I don't. <laughs> I don't. See what I mean? But what, the other one, I, no, you know what? I think it was that dad that I ran into at Clara's little track meet that uh-huh. I was like, uh-huh. 20 years later, you're yeah. like, what? Is that that person? It's the same one. Yeah, that's Tucson for you. That's right. Ugh.
Oh my gosh, <laughs> women! You men. know, you always say men, you know but what? treat us right, and <laughs> we wouldn't have to do the revenge. <laughs> you wouldn't Seriously. have to go. Psycho on everybody? I mean, that's Listen, ridiculous. We don't just go psycho. There's a reason. Okay. You guys put us there. Yeah, yeah serious. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had hypnosis, Greg. No, never tried. Have you? <laughs> well, on one of our morning shows, yeah. they tried to put me under, but my nose was running. I had a cold. And so, like, I couldn't focus and because like, stuff was running out of my nose. <laughs> so I had to, like, kind of fake it. But these girls who they were all so hypnotizing, they... Were a hundred percent hypnotized. Were they clucking like a chicken and doing they all that smelled stuff? The on pers- they smelled the person next to them's armpit, and it was like a hundred degrees out. Yeah. I mean, you don't do that if you're. They did some things that you would not do in your normal thinking. I mean, it was really interesting. But Reese Witherspoon said that she was so scared when she was leading up to film that movie Wild. And I don't know if you saw that movie, but it's an intense. Really, really good movie about loss and addiction, a real life story that she was having so many panic attacks, she had to have hypnosis. And she said it worked. Uh, Cheryl Strayed, you might have seen her on Oprah. She wrote the book Wild. It's all about her life. And there were so some intense scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So. So it was just the anxiety of worrying about this role that that. I mean, really yeah. upset Reese so much. She said a lot of the filming, it was just her in a backpack and no one else there. Yeah. So she said that it was really anxiety filled. Like, am I going to be able to perform? There was a lot of scenes without her clothes on. Oh. You know, there were a lot of things like that, like doing some really bad things. Yeah. But it was obviously, didn't it win her like an Oscar or something? Uh, I feel like it did. It definitely got her some nominations. Yes. I don't know if she won an Oscar for it, but I, I, it is interesting to me. I don't think most of us can relate because we can't. We've never put ourselves in somebody else's story. You know what I mean? But you hear stories like that and you go, oh, man, there's more to acting than you think. Like the whole Heath Ledger thing. Oh, yeah. And him playing the Joker yes. and how it just sent him into a really dark tailspin. Yeah, it messed up his life. And then he died. Yeah. 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 And you don't think of acting as being that serious to people's mental health, but apparently there's a lot more to it than you and I can understand. She said that uh, the hypnosis in this role changed her on a cellular level. Wow. I'm thinking we need some hypnosis. Like, I don't know, <laughs> weight loss for carbs for, you know. You're doing great with the carbs. <laughs> yeah, but it would be nice. There's probably some things we could work on. I know some people who've tried it for smoking, right, to quit smoking. Did it work? Uh, some of them it worked. Some of them it did not. I think you got to want it. And sometimes people don't really want to make the change. They just know they should make the change. Yeah, if you've had hypnosis at work, let me know. Yeah. I really, call us. Yeah. 775-0949. Love to hear that. One, two, three. It's three for Thursday. Yeah, usually we do this at 710, but, you know, it's Father's Day week and we're giving away. People are winning. Yeah, big things for Father's Day. Yeah, that's coming up in about an hour. So three for Thursday, a little earlier than usual today. What should we talk about? What should we, what's the category you want? I think it should be your favorite TV dads. And let's just take Cliff Huxtable right out of it. He used to be number one. (laughs) But Bill Cosby pretty much ruined that forever. Oh, man, just just ruined it. He was like my dream dad. So he would have been number one. Now it's obviously Phil Dunphy from uh, Modern Family. (laughs) <laughs> is it? I don't no, know. Jack Pearson. This is us. Oh. I know he had an addiction, but he worked on it oh, and he Jack was okay. Pearson's, Jack Pearson's almost too good to be true. How about Mr. Brady with his dreamy blue eyes? Woo! Oh, man. See, I always dreamed of like the dads that were very good looking. <laughs> like my two dads. Remember that show? How about both of those? Barely. 
I don't even remember. I know Paul Reiser was one of them. How but... about Walter White on Breaking Bad? No, thank you. I mean, he was willing to make meth and sell it and become a criminal to support his family. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> what about the dad on Sister Sister? He was very handsome with that mustache. Oh, yeah. And he Ray had the limousine something. service. Yeah, he Ray. was so cute and tall and yes. delicious. Um, uh, how about, I know. Okay. Jason Seaver. He was a therapist. Jason Seaver, who's that? The Seavers. Growing pains. Oh, growing pains. He had his practice right there in their house. He was a at-home dad present. Alan Thick. He great hair. Oh, see, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Okay. Three for Thursday in the category we're trying to come up with the top three TV dads. I can't believe we haven't said Tony Maselli. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Or the guy from uh, Seinfeld. Wait a minute. The dad. Wait a minute. Are you talking about George's dad? That's yes. a great one. Frank Costanza. Yes, him. Jerry Stiller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Serenity now. It's <laughs> one of my all-time favorites. Uh-huh. How about Tony Soprano, Mayor? No, thank you. <laughs> How about Sandy Cohen from the OC? Sandy Cohen. The OC. He's the one with the bushy eyebrows. He's in everything. Oh, Peter Gallagher? Yes, yes. He's in a show called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Oh, yeah. And he's a great dad on that show. I'm glad you thought it. Yeah, Yeah, he always plays a great dad. Uh, The dude from Little House on the Prairie, Michael Landon. Michael Landon. Oh, Oh, my gosh. How good was he? This is the hard part. Every one of these guys I wanted to, like, kiss, even when I was five. I knew they were cute. Oh, there's some sort of dad complex going on with you. My dad's an awesome dad, so I swear (laughs) it's not like that. But Michael Landon with his blue Blue eyes. I mean, yes. does it get any cuter than him and Calm, sweeter? confident. I yeah. bring him back. Strong, exactly. How about you? Oh, I, I was just thinking of one. Okay. Um, Kurt's dad from Glee. Oh. He always had such wise and wonderful and understanding yes! dialogue. See, I like that because most dads in most sitcoms and shows are kind of like the idiots. Yeah. Right, right? the Homer Simpsons. Right. And I love that you're watching right. Glee. What a great show. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Thank you very much. 94.9 Mix FM. Okay, the TV dad you want to add. Who is it? Well, I've got two. How about Ralph Waite from the Waltons? Oh, man. Hard to beat the Waltons. Good night, John Boy. Who? Right. And then how about Tom Bosley from Oh, Happy, Day. Happy Days. Tom Bosley. Oh, Tom Bos- Oh, everybody loved Tom Bosley. I thought you were saying that Let's Fly Away guy. Who's the Wilford Brimley? For whatever reason, I confused them in the moment. Oh. He was a great grandpa. Remember? What was that show called? I'll Fly Away or something. No. You're thinking of a different show than I am. Anyway, thank you very much. Those those are some good Uh, ads. George Jefferson. Come on. Oh, really? From the Jeffersons. No. Yes. How about Ned Stark from Game of Thrones? Who? I mean, talk about an upstanding dude. I don't know who that is. Well, how about Dan Connor then from Roseanne? Well, that kind of, just because I mean, my dad was a big dude kinda, with curly hair, it kind of reminded him. me of him yeah. a little bit, but my dad was way more calm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And sweet. More calm than Dan Connors? Dan was yeah. pretty calm. Yes. Dan's pretty laid my back. My dad is more calm than him. Jeez. In this. Might need to get him some caffeine. Nice person. You gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. Right now. Talking about Reese Witherspoon. About 20 minutes ago? Yeah, about that wild movie. She had to play such an intense role, addiction and things happening, that she needed hypnosis because her anxiety was so high. She was having anxiety attacks. I didn't know they used hypnosis for things like anxiety. Had you heard that before? No, she said that the role and the hypnosis changed her on a cellular level, and I love that. Like, I've I've tried hypnosis, and... 
it didn't work for me. I mean, on a radio show when I was also producing, so I think well, I couldn't. Kind of a goof. I could, yeah, I couldn't segment, like not yeah. focus on what I was supposed to do. But everyone else in that room fell under and did embarrassing things. They did. They did. So it can. You didn't think they were faking or any of that stuff. <laughs> They were not faking. <laughs> I promise you. Well, that's the question. Have you been through something like that, too? I have been hypnotized before. And it works. It really did. And at first I thought, well, I'll try. And he had the little swirly thing that says, okay, concentrate. You're going to go to sleep. And I literally could not keep my eyes open. And we did just a few things like, oh, you're on a roller coaster. You know, what yeah. do you do? And I mean, I threw up my hand, and I'm like, wee! And he, said, okay, and he goes, okay, now you're a troublemaker. And I'm like, what do you mean? He said, I bet you were a, a pill when you were a kid. And I'm like, well, yeah. Anyway, anyway, it was fun. But the thing I didn't realize when I woke up or when he brought us out is it felt like we were only there doing it like five or ten minutes. If they said they said we were under for like an hour. <gasps> really? So time passes quickly and stuff too? Time passes quickly. Listen. That's weird. At my bachelorette party, we went to the adult version of the hypnosis show. I don't know if this is safe for the radio. It's safe. I'm not going to say any of that. <laughs> but the things these people did who fell under... And my friend Tony, she wanted to be hypnotized. I said, Tony, you do not want to be hypnotized. Don't raise your hand. (laughs) Yeah, don't raise your hand. The things these people did were so So nasty. Embarrassing. Wow. They would have never done that if they were not hypnotized. That's so weird. Yes. If you're listening and you've used hypnosis to like uh, overcome some obstacle, not just you know like at a comedy show or something. Anxiety. Right. Weight loss. Quit smoking. Uh, tell us how that worked for you. We'd love to hear about it. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. I'm going to hit you with a few. So let's start with a like a cheesy one, but it's so good. Okay. When a flower doesn't bloom, Gregory, <laughs> yes. you fix the environment it grows in, not the flower. <laughs> oh. Right? Is that a metaphor for something? No, I don't know. I just I think it's, <laughs> I, I think it's good. That's all I can say. I think it's good. Like, sometimes, like, you're never going to get what you need to get in the environment you're currently in. And so sometimes you have to fix that environment and go somewhere else. That's really, you know what? That is a good metaphor. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe it's your relationships. You know, maybe it's friendships. Maybe it's your workspace. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You like that one? That's pretty heavy. You're going to hit us with more? Uh, One more. How about that? I could do a few more, but... No, one's good. uh, It's not about having time. It's about making time. This is one I got to work on all the time. I might have picked it just for you, but... (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? That's really good. Yeah, good stuff right there. Yes, it is. 94.9 Mix FM. Meredith, you could be on your way to see Shaka Khan and Sheila E. Finally, I want to see them in concert. Live concert. Well, answer all three of these questions. The tickets are yours. Can you believe it? We're finally back to life a little bit? Sort of. Okay. Here are your three questions on our 652 Pop Q. Question number one. After Alex Rodriguez was spotted leaving her building, a representative for Katie Holmes denied that the two even know each other, thankfully. Meanwhile, Ben Affleck and A-Rod's ex-fiance, J-Lo, are continuing to build their relationship. Ben now slowly getting to know Jennifer Lopez's 13-year-old twins, Max and Emmy. 
A-Rod is not their father. Who is? Uh, Mark Anthony. Who's in that new movie, In the Heights. Oh, he is in that? Yeah, just for a minute. Okay. Question number two. You're on the board. Congratulations. You're welcome. Disney Plus is doing... I didn't say thank you. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Disney Plus is doing a live-action Beauty and the Beast prequel, and it'll be a musical. Luke Evans and Josh Gad returning as Gaston and LeFou. It'll be about their adventures years prior to the Beauty and the Beast movie. What's the name of the main female character in Beauty and the Beast? Oh, uh, Bella? Beauty? I don't know. <laughs> You're very close. Uh, b- b- Belle is the answer oh, we're looking Belle. for. I was close. Bella. Yeah. I, I was on the right track. That should count. I got I got every letter in it. Yeah, like, uh, no. I said Bella. I know. So it's right You're, there. You're missing the second E. Question number three. <laughs> Courtney Love is apologizing for her Instagram post accusing Trent Reznor of abusing children and Foo Fighter Dave Grohl of cheating her out of royalties from her dead husband's band. Uh-huh. To which grunge singer was Courtney Love once married? Uh, just hit me right this second. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. I had to think about it. I had to go back in that brain a little bit. Yeah, how did that feel? Too early to think that much. <laughs> I know, it hurts a little bit. It does. It? <laughs> well, congratulations. You got the tickets. Thanks for playing the game. You're, yeah, I do? Yeah, why not? Okay. Nobody else you. wanted to play. Might as well give them to you. Uh, it's 94.9 Mix FM. Men, 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 men. You know who else is good? What? It's Dad. It's Dad's week. Father's Day on Sunday. That's right. I got to go order the crabby pajamas for my brother and my husband. Crabby pajamas? I got my little boy, you know, pajamas with crabs. Because, you know, he's always crabby at night. And same with my husband. And then my brother's like, I want them too. Come on. Yeah, so I'm trying to find them. Well, uh, (laughs) we've got David Gordon on the phone with us right now. He's our Grill Your Dad contestant this morning. Hey, David, what? What is the absolute best part of being a dad? Oh, they're unconditional love. Yeah. Unconditional love. And which child do you love the most? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love them both. Yeah, Yeah. you knew he wasn't going to choose sides on that one. That's Mary's favorite question. I do. I do. So I don't know if your daughter, Christy, told you about what's going on here on the radio. Yeah, a little bit she did. Okay, good. Yeah. So she sent us an email about you, and we'd like to read a little bit of what she wrote, if that's okay. And then we'd like to play a general knowledge trivia game with you. Okay. I'm not sure if I how much I can answer because <laughs> she was telling me some of the questions that you gave out on the first uh, Oh, she let you know. <laughs> and I only huh? know two of the answers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might surprise yourself. So we'll see how you do here okay. in a second. But uh, before we get to that, let's let's read what uh, a little bit of what your daughter Christy wrote. She says, "My dad is my hero. He's our rock and does more than any dad or grandpa should ever have to. He retired from the railroad in 2011 and then became a constant caregiver for my mom for the last 10 years until last December when she passed away. They'd been married for 52 years." Aww. My gosh. And then she goes on to talk about her own husband, who is disabled with muscular dystrophy. And that means that, Christy, your daughter works full time. And so you've had to come to her husband's aid when she couldn't be there. And then she goes on to talk about how your other daughter, her sister, is a single mom, works crazy hours, uh, surgical technician at UMC. And that you, on many days, will go and pick up her son from aftercare at school. 
and take him around and show him things and care for him. I mean, That's you're just great dude, Johnny right on there. the spot, man. Yeah. Well, I try to help. She says, my dad never complains and is the hero we all need in oh. our lives. Wow. That's a heck of an email. Well, you've made a heck of an impression on your daughter and your family, obviously. Thank you. So that's really great. Okay, we'd like to play a game with you, if that's okay. We call it Grill Your Dad. And that just means that we're going to grill you with a few general knowledge trivia questions. Okay, I'll try. So far, nobody has been able to answer all five. So and These are like dude questions, so I think you're going to do okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't, that's okay, too, because just for playing the game, we have a nice gift card for you. Yes, yeah, $75 to Jack Furrier Tire and Auto. Okay. So you've automatically got that. Now it's time for the game. Here's question number one. Which right. professional golfer is also known by the nickname The Shark? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Uh, Tiger Woods? Um... No, it's Greg Norman. Oh. Greg Norman was the answer we were looking for. Is he alive? <laughs> yes, he's alive. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Question number two, David, is what do the letters D.C. stand for in Washington, D.C.? District of Columbia. Good that is job. Correct. One for two. And you're on the board. Question number three, a 16-ounce claw, a dead blow, and a ball peen. Are all types of which tool? Hammers. A hammer. That's correct. Wait, what is that last part? A what? <laughs> a ball peen. You, you've never handled a, a ball peen hammer, Meredith? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that I mean, as a that no. sounds like naughty. <laughs> I mean, it really does. Well, only in your dirty mind. <laughs> Everybody else oh, knows that's a hammer. Nobody you know knows where that. Her mind goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we know who's got the filthy mind in this room. I mean, really. <laughs> Question number four, David. You're doing pretty good. Which 80s cop drama featured detectives Crockett and Tubbs? Starsky and Hutch. Oh, oh, oh. The answer was... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Give me the, the question again. Crockett and Tubbs. Which I see Tubbs cop? with the curly hair. Miami Vice? Yes. Yes, Miami right? Vice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and finally, the Mason-Dixon line is the boundary separating the northeastern United States from the southern states. Which naturally occurring boundary from Minnesota down to the Gulf of Mexico separates the eastern U.S. from the west? The Mississippi? The Mississippi, Mississippi River. River. There you go. So let's see. You got that question. You got the hammer. And you got the District of Columbia. Three out of five is not bad. Three out of five is like one of the better scores. You did really great. So congratulations on that. Okay. Thank you. And you've got the $75. He's like, "Uh, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely got the uh, $75 gift card from Jack for your tire and auto care just for playing. So thank you very much and happy Father's Day. Well, thank you for calling. That's how we play Grill Your Dad on 94.9 Mix FM. One more day to go. Yeah, we can pick your dad. Call him, grill him. That's right. You could win a grill. And the meat from Kansas City Meats. I mean, that way you don't have to think of a Father's Day present. Yeah, make him earn it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, All the details on how to play the game and where to go and what to do at MixFM.com right now. Time for our whole enchilada, the stories you didn't even know you needed. First, I have to ask. I hope this isn't our 10 after trivia question that happens at 810. The most misspelled word 
when it comes to Google. Are we all good? You're good. Okay. <laughs> uh, most people misspelled quarantine, but they did it by state, okay? So the word that we most misspell when we're doing things on the search engines is? Here in Arizona, you mean? Yes. Saguaro. No. I mean, it's such an easy one. It's which? W-H-I-C-H. You're hurting my brain right now. I know. Most people could spell coronavirus or quarantine or pharaoh, you know, or <laughs> definitely, you know, but us, we have which. Come on, Arizona. I know. We got to do better. <laughs> I know. I know that's hurting you, like your insides that, right that's now. That's painful to me. Yes. Um, here's kind of a crazy story. Remember, uh, remember the girl, what was her name? Tessica Brown. The Gorilla Glue Girl? Yes. Yeah. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used Gorilla Glue Spray. Bad idea. My hair, it don't move. I've washed my hair 15 times, and it don't move. By the way, the secret with the Gorilla Glue is you usually got to get it a little bit wet for it to really seal up. So the more she washed it, the oh. more... <laughs> I have to say, though, when you are desperate for hair product... Yeah. There's there's no good excuse for using Gorilla Glue. So <laughs> it started falling out of her hair. She had to go through this whole process. You probably heard more of the story than you ever wanted to know. Well, somebody has decided to reward her stupidity. They're helping her launch her own hair care line. I mean, I really do think that we celebrate people's poor decisions. And maybe they don't always make poor decisions, but... You know, the Tide Pod Eaters and the... Thank you. You know, the, the What people, is going... I mean, is this what we want for the rest of our lives? Can't we celebrate the good things? That sure would be nice. You know, helping others. Can we lift those people up? Yes. Instead the teachers, of, the doctors, the nurses, everything we just went through. Yes. So I guess if you want to go support stupidity, go buy the Tessica Brown Gorilla Glue. I mean, if it holds, I'll get anything. Meredith. Okay. Uh, things... That you should not be storing. They came out with this list of things that we all have that we should be getting rid of. We're never going to use it. Okay, like that fondue set from your wedding registry. You've never used it once in your marriage, but have I, you? But I might want to someday. Uh, retired sheets. We have so many sheets we don't use. Old cell phones. Beanie babies. Uh, pillows. I keep trying to get rid of those, and my oh, husband boy. brings those back. Yeah. Uh, expensive jeans that no longer fit, cookbooks, all that stuff. Oh, my gosh. Time to go through your stuff and just live minimally if you can. Thank you, Marie Kondo. Thank you. Uh, okay. And <laughs> finally, a good news story to leave you with. The future queen of the Netherlands is about to turn 18 years old, and she wrote a note to the current queen and king, handwritten letter, and to Dutch Prime Minister... On Friday, informing them of her decision to turn down her nearly $2 million annual allowance that she's supposed to get when she turns 18. She says, according to law, I know I'm supposed to get $2 million a year as soon as I turn 18 in December. Quote, I find that uncomfortable as long as I do not do anything for it in return, while other students have a much tougher time of it, particularly in this period of coronavirus. So she doesn't want the money. Wow, that's cool. She wants the government to do something more effective with it. Is that not incredible? That's a selfless teenager right there. Raising them right, right there. That's impressive. Yeah. 
So, of course, she's going to start getting paid as soon as she starts doing some of those royal duties. Yeah. But at least she'll be earning it then. I mean, I used to want to, like, have royal duties and be married to a prince. But now I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. You watch the Harry and Meghan life. You're like, uh, no, no, I'm all no, set no. with that. I'm good. Bye. Speaking of red flags. Now, usually when we talk about dating red flags, it's like things that you've seen in other people. Right. That you go, oh, See, he Red called flag. his mom and she brought over chicken noodle soup because he had a little head cold. I think I got a red flag for a mama's boy here. Oh this gosh. is going to be bad news. Yes. Right? Or he called her mommy or she <laughs> she irons his boxer Boxers, briefs. Yes. Yeah, I've had all that. I know. <laughs> red flag city. Not with your current husband. Uh, well, Let's be he clear about had that. red flags and I'm like... I could deal with those. But we're not going to talk about other people's red flags. Today, it's all about us owning our own red flags. Meredith, I mean, I know you're perfect. No, I am not. What, <laughs> well, me? Like, are you serious, me? Well, don't you? I, all I am is a bag of red flags. <laughs> Such <laughs> as? What? Um, I, I love self-help. Well, that's not so bad. So all oh, the self-help on. books. Come on. I mean, isn't that a red flag? Give me a real if someone, red flag. If you were dating a girl and you walked into her house and all she had were self-help books, wouldn't you be like, eh? Oh, yeah. Actually, bring up a good point. I'd be like, oh, this, <laughs> right? this, this chick's a head case. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's me. I also have a very messy closet. Uh. I just can't, as much as Ugh. I Marie Kondo it, I do it every few weeks. You just throw stuff and, right and, on the floor. No, no, it's not that. It's just that I think I keep buying stuff. <laughs> And I just make more mess. I heard from your brother. Remember when you were in Chicago and yes. I got your brother on with us? Yes. And he talked about when he came and moved you out of your <laughs> college apartment. Yes. And you had clothing stacked up so high in the that closet. when he opened the closet, it just fell out on him. I didn't have Couldn't time to. Couldn't even step inside. No time to do laundry. So we know who you are. Bought new undies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. We want to hear you out yourself with a red flag. There's something you probably know. Oh, this this might drive people crazy. For example, uh, I'm like Monica from Friends. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. There there are shoes left out here by the coffee table. Like, oh no! Can't we put those away? Oh no! Right. All day your family has to hear this. Well, occasionally. I do- <gasps> I try and ignore it most of the day. <laughs> but it's right there. But You're still hearing it. there's a second it. pair of shoes, and then there's a pair of sandals. I'm like, this is not anybody's bedroom. Oh, man. Right? Uh, I correct people's spelling and grammar. Another red flag. You're not going to like being around me if you don't speak proper English. You're just not going to like it. I'm sorry. Right, right. It's not. It's not, I, know, I know people don't like it. So that's got to be a red flag I mean, for a lot of people. It's I like, oh, I don't need to be around that. I don't mind it, but I'm sure a lot of people... You're a pretty good sport. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people would be like, really? Like, it's, not understand that you're... It's just who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have, to accept, you have to accept yourself, Greg, for who you are, which is how I feel. Like, with all my billion flaws. <laughs> Those are our red flags, okay. or some of them. Are we going to give each other a red flag coming up? Well, here? I'd like to hear from somebody else who's got a red flag. Are we the only ones? I mean, come on. Talking about our own red flags. We're just owning them. Yeah. Do you have any? Like, if you had to tell someone, my red flag is this. Right. Not well, things that you worry about in other people. Yeah. The things they should be worried about in you. I've, I've figured out what your red flag is. You get so focused on work that you don't realize the time sometimes. Guilty. Yeah, you already know that, so I'm not really telling you anything. Yeah.
And uh, you'll like work yourself where your brain's not working anymore. Yeah, I'll just keep going. And it's not worth it. Like no. it's like you're killing yourself it, for no reason. It takes you six times as long yeah, to do anything. It's, it's just better to stop and, and get to it at a different time. Well, was... I, okay, and not knowing when to stop. <laughs> You're just going to keep piling on here? I'm kidding. I thought we were outing ourselves. I really had ourselves. a hard time finding a red flag for you. I really, really honestly did. Yeah, I did too for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest and you're making a joke. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just teasing uh, yeah, you. Okay, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm right. ready. Mare's red flags. Oh, Let's no. see. That you're addicted to Hallmark love movies. I sure I am. Which is a bad sign because there's no way any real person can live up to any of that Fake, made-up, sugary, saccharine grossness. I mean, I think we do have this ideal of, like, a knight in shining armor. And in reality, marriage is tough. It's tough. And yet you go yeah. right back to those Hallmark movies. Oh, and the then Christmas I'm like, movie, why the whole thing. You love all of it. my man like that? Exactly. I'll go, Matt, Matt, come here and watch what he says. He's like, <laughs> really? That's, that's not real life. <laughs> so that's red flag number one for you. Okay. okay. Number two. You own 37 Keurig coffee makers now. I do, I do. It's You know, but they stop working. Yeah. You know? So maybe stop buying that brand. <laughs> maybe buy something that works. I just did that yesterday. Did you? Went and got a new coffee maker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and red flag number three for you. Oh, three? I got one for you? Okay, bring it. Well, you kind of just kept it going. I don't know if you were listening it a minute ago, but you were uh-huh. like, oh, and this, oh, and that. <laughs> Red flag number three for you, Meredith. Uh-huh. You are a full-on Facebook stalker. Oh, I am. Nobody yeah, stalks lie. more than Meredith. I can't help it. I get. I just get sucked in. I know other people are this way. Even like somehow we were looking at oh the courtship of Eddie's father. We were talking about TV dads. Earlier. Yes, and I loved Eddie and courtship Eddie's father. And the dad was so cute. It was Bill Bixby. So I went on this deep dive. And oh my found, gosh! Found out way too much. He was married three times, and one of his ex wives passed away. Yeah, it, just it, awful. Yes. And she's deep diving into these people's like personal lives. And it doesn't it doesn't make any difference in my life or what I'm focused Great on. Great use of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, P.S. a few other big red flags oh, no. that you not you don't have, Greg, but people in general. Okay. If your partner's in a bad mood more often than not, that's a big red flag. Um, oh, if they don't let you look at their phone ever, like if they're always hiding it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're secretive about that stuff. Red flag. Yeah. Yeah. 10 after trivia, two out of three parents say they experience physical pain that comes from one particular thing. What is it? I think it's knowing your kids are going to move out one day. Emotional pain. I don't think I can handle that. I yeah. really don't. Yeah, I'm trying not to think about I'm it. I'm just going to college with them. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> right? Anyway, I love that answer. It's a it's a great one, but it's not the right answer today. Okay, thank you. Thanks for playing. 94.9 Mix FM, what do you think? I think it's when your child is in an accident. Oh, my gosh. I can't. That's terrifying. And that makes a lot of sense, but it's not the right answer today. Although, just add those to the gray hair list for yes. me, you know? Thank you. 94.9 Mix FM, what's your guess? Stress. <laughs> Stress. Aren't we just hearing about <laughs> what it's really like to be a parent with this conversation? You know, everyone's like, have a kid. It's so fun. It is. It's the most rewarding, amazing <laughs> really thing you'll is. ever do. But don't think that it's easy peasy. Uh, great answer. Just uh, not the right one today. Thank you. 
94.9 Mix FM. Not all parents, but most moms and dads have experienced it before. We're talking about aches and pains caused by what? Is it trying to sneak out of the kid's room when you put him to sleep? (laughs) (laughs) And you end up tripping over something or walking into something because you're doing it in the dark. Or you try to move the kid off your arm and, you know, that pain. Then you step on the Lego on the way out. That's so bad. (laughs) It's not that? These are all true things that do happen. (laughs) Should be the right answer, but it's not. No problem. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hi, it's Greg and Mare. What's your guess? Physical pain from worrying about their kids. Oh. Oh, yeah. The worry. The worry could get you the every time. Yeah. And seriously. Yeah, the, the, you know, when they start driving, they're out oh, there. I know I used to no. get, like, just physically, you know, I just hurt waiting for my kids to get back from oh there, gosh. you know, when they first started driving. Oh, my gosh. Can't is this what that. we have to look forward yes. to, Meredith? I know. My nephew yeah. just went to, like, a lake house with all his 18-year-old friends. And I was having such anxiety because I know what happens at those lake houses on the lake. And this is just your nephew. This is my nephew, That's not, not even, even your my own child. Kiddo. And I'm like, oh, I'm texting him constantly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, mom, we're gonna go cliff diving. No. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> we can't let them go. <laughs> yeah. No, that hurts. That hurts. That creates a big old knot in the stomach. Well, even the knot in the stomach isn't the answer that we're looking for. Is it when they poke you in the eye as a baby because they can't control their hands? No. Oh, okay. Great answer, though. <laughs> my daughter cut my eye one time All with her. Time. You know, those infant fingernails? Yes, they're yeah, so the, razor sharp. Yes, they're just the worst. Two mm-hmm. out of three parents say they experience physical pain that comes from sleeping somewhere besides their own bed. You just catch a rest wherever you can get it when you're a mom or a dad. Oh, you take man. a nap on the kitchen table. I'm going to take one in about five minutes. <laughs> you're half asleep right I now. <laughs> you wake up with a stiff neck. You wake up with an asleep arm because you're sleeping somewhere besides yeah. your own bed. Or if you're holding them, you know, they're having a rough night. And then, yeah, you can't move your arm. You the wake up. Girl. Well, yeah, you're half your body's asleep and now yeah. you can't move but it. But we right? do. Do they even appreciate it? No, they have no idea. Okay. That's okay. We love them anyway. We do. 8.30, we go commercial free to kick off your workday in five minutes right here on 94.9 Mix FM. Greg and Mare. And Mare. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.